0: Everybody and welcome to the Blockchain Podcast Expert C- Series. This is episode three and I'm delighted to welcome Helen Disney, who's the Chief Executive Officer of Unblocked and co-founder of GovChain Research. Good morning, Helen.
1: Morning, Trevor. Thanks very much for having me on.
0: We're, we're, we're delighted to have you on. So this is a really focused um, 10 minutes podcast, so I'm going to go straight into it. Can you tell me, Helen Disney, what blockchain means to you?
1: So blockchain is very important to me because when I discovered this technology, I realized it had so much potential, not just to change the way we transact financially, but also to potentially solve other social and economic problems we have today. And the reason for that is because blockchain is a distributed ledger, which means you have a single source of information, but shared by multiple parties, you can start to really change the way that you get information you can be more transparent about the information and more accountable and you can also use the cryptocurrency part of blockchain to create incentives for people to act and behave in different ways.
0: Fantastic and I suppose um, blockchain has many use cases out there and um, some of them are quite state of the art some of them are very mature and some of them are kind of coming onto the market, and some of them are kind of theoretical at the moment. Are, are there any type of use cases you'd like to pinpoint, Helen? Which you would find that that you have found value in.
1: So, what I'm particularly interested in is the applications of blockchain that are actually outside of finance. So, my company Unblocked is an educational platform for people to learn. <clears throat> excuse me, for people to learn what blockchain is and how it can be applied in different verticals. So we look at things like blockchain in healthcare, blockchain as it can be applied to environmental problems, which is something that Bitcoin as the first blockchain gets criticized for being energy intensive, but there are other blockchain solutions that actually incentivize people to use renewable energy, for example. So you have to see the whole thing in the round when it comes to the environment. Um, And then you've also got really important area, which is the creative industries and how can we help creators not only prove ownership of their creative work but also potentially monetize their work. because in a world of online activity where um, content has become mostly free, how can we actually get back to the point where people can make money from whether it's artwork or other performances or writing, music. Um, and blockchain gives us a way to potentially do that as well. So those are some of the big areas that I look into.
0: Fantastic. And I see there the tagline under um, the company Unblocked is education. How important is it as part of increasing awareness of what blockchain is and isn't telling?
1: Incredibly important because. There are many, many people, in fact, the vast majority of people still don't understand blockchain. They may have heard of Bitcoin and they may know that blockchain has some sort of connection, as I think it's often called the sort of underlying technology behind Bitcoin in newspaper articles. But blockchain and distributed ledgers have so many more applications than just Bitcoin. And Bitcoin is a fantastic innovation in itself and very, very um, fundamental for the world. But um, you know, there are so many different things going on. really blockchain can affect any industry it can affect any one of us in what we do in our day-to-day lives Um, and I think policymakers and people in government don't really understand this either so when it comes to regulation um, there's a lot of learning that needs to be done and the technology is changing all the time so at the beginning people were just trying to understand what cryptocurrency was what blockchain is in regards to finance and payments and financial transactions but then many many more aspects have developed. So going back to what I was saying about creators, we have the idea of a non-fungible token, which is the idea of a token of digital representation of an asset. Um, so that could be your ownership of some intellectual property. Um, let's say your ownership of a, a collectible online that you could then trade. Um, and those technologies are also being linked up with other emerging technologies so it's not just blockchain alone but it's how blockchain combines with things like artificial intelligence or the internet of things um, to create lots of new innovative solutions so it really is important to kind of understand the fundamentals of how that works because when you understand that you can then see all the kind of problems that we can solve and it becomes very very intriguing and engaging once you get to pass that blocker of oh I don't understand technology so this is not for me
0: Fantastic. And, and another thing I just noticed there, which I'm a big fan of, is bridging the gap between technical expertise and business expertise. Um, do, do you reckon that's crucial, Helen, if if we're going to get wide, more widespread adoption and awareness of blockchain?
1: I think it really is, because most of us are not technologists, and I'm not really a technologist myself, even though I work in the blockchain industry now. But my background was in public policy and in in coming up with ideas to reform public services. And so, you know, sort of think, well, why is this person now interested in cryptocurrencies and blockchain? Um, But it's because I kind of could see that actually there was this really strong connection between these technologies and the kind of problems I was trying to fix when I was working in think tanks and in policy circles. Um, And the same for business. So, you know, many of the problems that businesses face, you know, we have these massive multinational corporations all over the world Um, and information and data is in these different silos. It's not always secure enough. Um, You know, people don't have access to the right information at the right time. You know, we've got very complex global supply chains and technologies like blockchain can make a huge difference to a lot of those problems. But if we sort of dismiss them or we don't understand them um, because we think it's all too technical, then, you know, first of all, they don't get adopted and used. So adoption is much slower, but also, you know, it needs to come from the strategic level from the CEO and the the board level, you know, not necessarily being programmers and understanding all the ins and outs, but understanding the fundamentals of what could this do for my business? What could this do for my customer? Um, And if they understand that, then they can hire the right people to do the technical work in the background. So I think getting away from the jargon, you know, there are lots of of kind of off-putting terms in blockchain, you know, even distributed ledger is kind of an off-putting term. Cryptocurrency is an off-putting term. If you don't know, understand what the crypto part means, Um, you know, talking about cryptography, um, talking about proof of work mining, which is the, the way that bitcoins are created. These are all complicated topics and each one needs unpacking in a way that the ordinary mortal, you know, the man on the street can understand.
0: Fantastic. I suppose this leads into my next question. Um, we've discussed industry and business, um, public sector um, adoption of blockchain. From your experience of GovChain, how do you think it's permeating uh, through public sectors around the world?
1: So this is starting to be more widespread. Um, what we did with the GovChain research project, which now become a, a nonprofit business, is um, to map the adoption of blockchain by different governments around the world so we looked at two things we looked at the sort of general regulatory and policy environments in around 20 different jurisdictions and then we also looked at whether the governments themselves were actually harnessing and using the technology in their own business ie you know were they delivering some form of services to citizens using blockchain um, and we then ranked them on a traffic light system um, so it was red was sort of skeptics or people that weren't really adopting or interested in adopting Amber was the ones that were exploring and green was the ones that were actually adopting and harnessing the technology. Um, And there are countries around the world, I mean, the the ones that get most frequently cited are places like Estonia, which was a very early adopter of DLT. Um, Dubai, which has set very ambitious targets on adoption of of all sorts of new technologies, but particularly blockchain and going paperless. Um, And a number of other countries, Sweden has um, investigated things like land registry, um, and the railways, I think, also using blockchain to keep track of um, parts and engineering processes. So there are many different governments around the world looking into this for different solutions. Welfare services would be another one. So could you distribute benefits in a better way? And um, perhaps one of the biggest ones is the idea of central bank digital currency. So Janet Yellen has kind of been dismissive of blockchain in the US, but... Over in Europe, Christine Lagarde has been talking about having a digital euro within the next four years. Uh, China's already well advanced with a central bank digital currency. So there are lots and lots of things happening on the government side. And I think particularly as far as kind of using blockchain as opposed to cryptocurrency is concerned, there, there is a lot of interest in how it could help.
0: Fantastic. And my final question is one that I get asked a lot about. And um, I recently read an article over the weekend in the Wall Street Journal that the governor, governor of Nevada was proposing a smart city built on, on entirely on blockchain. Do you envisage blockchain could be the underpinning for future smart city developments, Helen?
1: It is a foundational technology. I think that's the important thing to understand about blockchain. Blockchain alone can't do everything. It's not a magic bullet. So what blockchain really does is keep track of information in a kind of audit trail or a shared diary. Um, And that can then allow you to connect into other things. So as you say, when you're thinking about smart cities, you might be thinking about the energy consumption. So could we be trading um, excess energy from buildings and somebody else could be using that energy and that can all be done on a blockchain and automated using something called a smart contract where you're essentially automating a process when certain conditions are met. So I can see that having blockchain-based systems could be the foundation for adding on a lot of other technological innovation. And smart cities is certainly something that um, is part of that. I know um, a number of different big cities around the world are looking into this and how they can really, you know, try and build the foundations for a new kind of society where we're bringing in the benefits of all these technologies at once, not just one, you know, as a silo. Often you see policy makers you know they'll have one kind of policy working group on blockchain and another one on ai and another one on internet of things and another one on this and that and actually all these technologies really to get the full benefit need to be integrated and working together um so i think once you, you get to that point then you'll start to see some amazing things happening in smart cities would be a fantastic outcome of that
0: that's brilliant and i suppose to finalise uh, the, the podcast, um, if listeners want to find out, out further information about Unblocked or GovChain, are there websites they, they, they can go to?
1: Yes, so Unblocked is unblocked.co.uk um, and we're on Twitter at Unblocked Hub um, and GovChain is govchain.world. Um, And you can also find us on LinkedIn and Twitter there as well. And um, yeah, feel free to come and find. There's a lot of resources about learning about blockchain, um, book recommendations, videos, all kinds of different um, learning resources that you can find on the Unblock site. So if you have more questions, then hopefully you'll find some of them answered on there.
0: Thank you, Helen, for your time today. And I I think my listeners will be in agreement that um, this, the insights that you have provided are really in-depth and um, the listeners will, um, no doubt, uh, delve more into the directions you have given them today with regards uh, blockchain. Thank you, Helen.
1: Thanks so much for having me.